For decades, credit cards have been telling us to buy it now and pay for it later with interest. Despite your best intentions, that interest can get out of control fast. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to a bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with more than $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash coast. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash coast. LendingClub.com slash coast. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Amy Blackthorne with us. She's been described as an arcane horticulturist for her lifelong work with magical plants and teaching of magic. She incorporates her experiences in British traditional witchcraft with her horticulture studies. She is a clinical amerotherapist and is an ordained Wiccan high priestess. Her company is called Blackthorn Hoodoo Blends. She creates tea based on old hoodoo herbal formulas. Amy, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, George. Thank you for having me. Hey, what is hoodoo? We know what voodoo is. What is hoodoo? Hoodoo is American folk magic. So voodoo is the religion uh, that's brought out of uh, West Africa, and hoodoo is American folk magic. By the way, in all respect, you're a witch, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I'm a witch. I, I identify as a witch. Uh, I've practiced Wicca. Uh, I identify as a witch. You don't get offended when people say, you're a witch. No, 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 no. I identify as a witch. I love that word, witch. Uh, I really embrace that word wholeheartedly. People say, you know, Wicca, Wiccan, you know, I'm not sure. You know, people will know right away when you say witch. They know right what that means. What, what's the makeup company? Was it Sephora? Or yeah, yeah, Sephora. Didn't they make some kind of witch kit? And they, I, apparently they ran into trouble? Oh, they did. So many people got really, really angry about it, uh, so much so that the pa- the company they paired with, Pinrose, said, you know what, we, we made a mistake, my band, we're totally not going to do this. Uh, they backpedaled so hard there were skid marks in the street over this. Uh, they backed up, they said, no, no, we're not going to do this. We, we were going to pair with a Native American company, we were going to do this, we were going to do that, we were, we were going to do so many really great things. But we hear you. We're not going to do this. We're we're going to back off. Um, a lot of people were really angry about it, so we're not going to do that. We're we're going to back off. A lot of people don't understand that Wicca is a religion uh, from people who truly uh, are into this, and they're good people. Absolutely, I get a lot of questions from people who say, you know, are you a good witch? Are you a bad witch? You know. Are you, well, are you a good Presbyterian or a bad Presbyterian? You know, the, you... <laughs> the Wizard of Oz in Hollywood did this to us. They really did. Yeah. Uh, it makes for good TV to pit you know, the good guys against the bad guys. I was going to ask you to cackle for us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. You know, my, my normal laugh is much more Betty Rubble than Wicked Witch of the West. Right. What do you dress up as uh, for Halloween, by the way? Uh, I dress up as myself. You know, I, I get a nice robe going on. I hand out candy to the neighborhood kids, the ones that are allowed to come to the house, that is. Do you have a tall uh, hat? I do. It's, it's, oh, you I do? I adorable in it. 
Uh, it's nice and uh, wool. It keeps me warm at night. If you have a broom, I'm out of there. I do have a broom. It's no, you don't. You... I do have a broom. Witches do use brooms. Does it fly? Uh, it doesn't fly. They just <laughs> use it for cleansing our space. Uh, it's good for keeping the cobwebs out of the corners. Uh, but my neighbors did find out I was a witch. Um, I didn't hide it. It wasn't a secret. Did they freak out? They totally freaked out. Oh, my God. Uh, so they freaked out. They lost their minds. Um, and now the neighborhood kids aren't allowed to trick-or-treat at my house. Well, you so know, I'm, I'm thinking back what it would be like. Uh, you know, I had three kids. Yeah. Still do. And uh, each has, yeah, e- each has like, two. Yeah, you to the gypsies now. And I'm wondering if we had lived next to what we would think was a witch. Uh-huh. All we knew at that time, and, and this is, you know, back years ago, you know, to us, witchcraft was, again, what Hollywood portrayed us. You know, you think of, uh, you know, Hansel and Gretel in, in the Gingerbread Witch and um, the Wizard of Oz Witch, you know, the evil one and stuff. That's what Hollywood did to us. So a lot of, a lot of people, I think, confuse witchcraft the good witchcraft, Wicca, with Satan worshippers by mistake, don't you? Absolutely, especially after the the Satanic Panic in the the you know late seventies and early eighties. Yes, you know the the neighborhood people are going to put needles in your candy or razor blades in your Halloween candy, and got to take it to the police. You have to have it X-rayed. No one can eat anything. There might be drugs, and now especially, it still happens today. You know, your your pothead neighbors are going to put edibles and. Oh, by the way, some whack job in Australia is putting needles in strawberries. Oh my God! What? Are, what are, people what are, are biting into people? strawberries. You know, slicing their tongue and their mouths and so oh What? People are nuts. People really are nuts. Huh. You know, it still happens today. So, my neighbors find out I'm a witch, and and it's awful. It's just. You know, I, I, I haven't done anything to my, I haven't done anything. I haven't, you know, I try and, I donate to the PCA. I try and help out my neighbors. I People I, people are that way. They don't understand what it is. So tell us, first of all, and we're going to get into a lot of things you do, especially how you got into it. But give us your def- definition of Wicca. Wicca is working in concert with the gods, the goddesses, the, the nature around you, celebrating, you know, the what the nature and spirits within yourself and really working in concert with not just nature but the people around you and developing that nature spirits and uh, celebrating eight holidays out of the year, uh, the wheel of the year. And you believe in a male-female god, right? Right, right. Uh, god and goddess, uh, lady and consort. Um, a lot of balance, a lot of uh, female and male balance. In British traditional witchcraft, uh, it's god and goddess. You know, each each coven, each tradition has uh, a specific god and goddess that they, they worship and they recognize. Now, how did you get involved in this? Uh, a little girl, were you raised traditionally in a religious background, and then what happened? No, no, no. My my parents, actually, we, we were sent to the closest church that was nearest to us, uh, you know, depending, we moved a lot. What was the uh, uh, religion? So, uh, we were we were raised Christian. Okay. Uh, my mother was raised Catholic, and my father was raised uh, Baptist. So it was it was because they were different faiths. It was with whoever was closest to us. So I re- I found this because I was a nosy little sister. Very very silly. Uh, I was eleven, and my sister was fourteen. Mm-hmm. 
And she came home, whisper, whisper, we shared a bedroom. She came home with her uh, best friend, Christine, and kicked me out of the bedroom. And being the younger sister, the very first thing that you can do to ensure that your younger sister is very interested in whatever you're doing is to make sure that you tell her you can't be here. You can't. That's right. You'll sneak yeah. back in or do whatever you have exactly. to do. So I found a very popular book on Wicca, Wicca Guide for Solitary Practitioner by Scott Cunningham, hidden in her book bag, way in the back where no one would look if they just happened to open it. What was the cover like? Oh, it's very beautiful. It's purple, and there's trees, and there's a, a woman's figure in a long white gown. So very uh, respectful. Oh, very respectful. She's, she's holding uh, some ceremonial items, and she's walking around the woods, and it looks all very ethereal. So I read that in just a minute. I just devoured it. That overnight. fast? Really? Oh, so you were really into it at that oh, age? Yeah. Oh, very. Because it's very empowering. You know, magic is agency. Magic says that you don't have to accept whatever cruddy thing that happens in your life, and you have the power to change it. Did you understand the book? Oh, yeah. I was a voracious reader. Even, you know, at 11 years old, I'd read anything I'd get my hands on. At, w- at what point did your sister realize that you did this? Oh, she still doesn't know to this day. She probably does now. Well, she, as soon as she hears the interview, she'll know. Um, I still have never told her this story. So did she end up practicing Wicca? Oh, absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, I, at 15, decided to tell, it's, it's time, I'm going to tell my parents. So I agonized, you know, in that way that only teenagers can, can agonize over things. So I agonized for weeks. Oh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell mom, and then I'm gonna tell. I had, I'm gonna tell my stepdad, and I'm gonna. I made this big production in your head. So I charge into the kitchen. My mom's cooking dinner. I say, okay, mom, I'm a witch, and I'm waiting for this inevitable for the shoe to drop. Right. Okay. And she says, oh, okay. Did you tell? Did you tell your dad? Yeah, but they didn't understand even then what, what a witch was, did they? No, but she thinks that, the, you know, I'm 15 and it's a phase. So she knows that if she makes a big to-do about it, then I'll just... You, you, you're going to immerse yourself in it even more. Exactly. I don't know this because I'm 15 and it, everything's the end of the world. How did you, and how did your friends react when you told them about this at school? Or did you keep it a secret? I, I, they knew it before I told my parents. My, my uh-huh. mom and my stepdad. Your close friends. So my close friends knew. Now, were they interested in signing up with you? Uh, one or two friends were interested because, again, that this was in the, the era of Charmed and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, you know, the 90s have that, you know, there's, there were so many. It was the shows. thing. It was, exactly, it was the thing to do. So all the cool kids, you know, are, are going to dress up in black and watch the craft way too many times. At what point, Amy, did you start to get really involved in it and, and even a little more professional with it? My mother was so excited <laughs> once she started telling her girlfriends. Your mother? My mother was, this was, this was cachet for her. This was emotional. This is and, the Catholic mother? Yes. So she started telling, so she, she she had me tell her first girlfriend, Mickey. Oh, I have, I have to tell Mickey, but it's not my thing to tell. So so you tell her. Okay. And how old are you then? 11? 15. 15 now. Yeah, we're 15 now. Okay. So 
I go and tell Mickey where, you know, Mickey's having a barbecue. She wants me to tell Mickey. I tell Mickey. Mickey, oh, okay. I, I'm a witch. Mickey, I'm a witch. Mickey thinks this is the cutest thing ever. We're in the suburbs in Baltimore County. It's great. Everyone thinks this is, this is adorable. I'm sure this is, this is great fun behind my back because I'm 15 and everyone thinks. Oh, yeah. They had a feel down. Of course. So the, you, next, the next person in line for mom to tell. Now mom can tell someone else because it's now out there. So mom tells her best friend, Melanie, who is the bee's knees. I love Melanie to this day. She's, she's the coolest person ever. Melanie responds with the biggest grin on her face and says, oh, my goodness, me too. Mom, you could have knocked my mother over with a feather. She did not. She didn't think this would ever happen like that. Exactly. She's she was waiting for someone to giggle about this over mimosas with. Not, you know, she never. She never thought she'd find someone who would, you know, be roped into this thing. She just thought she'd, you know, have someone to giggle about it with. Now, how did you, as you got older into this? Not that uh-huh. you're old, but. As you got more years into this, did you have a mentor, somebody who taught you these things, or did you learn everything on your own? A little bit of both. So once Melanie knew, Mom decided that I could go and spend nights with Melanie, and we went to the local witchy store around the corner from Melanie's house. You had a local store like that? Oh, yeah. All right. There's there's actually a lot of them. Uh, so we started going to open circles at the shop around the corner from Melanie's house in Baltimore, Bubble King Candle, uh, named after the Kim, the old Kim Novak movie. Okay. Adorable. Uh, so there were there was an operating coven out of the shop, and I I was 17 at the time, and I was able to go there to the open circles with Melanie for a year until I turned 18, because until you're 18, no one will talk to you. You have to have a parent, a guardian, somebody there to hold your hand. Well, you're still technically a minor under 18. Right, at, the, at that point. So I had to have somebody with me. I had to have someone there to prove what I'm doing because of the legal liability. I had to have someone to make sure that I was okay, mm-hmm. that I was there, that I was being safe, because the way the law is written, they can't talk to you. They can't, they can't be there. If someone's teenage daughter had come in by themselves and decided, hey, I want to be a witch, I'm going to come in, I'm going to tell my daughter, I'm going to tell my parents that I'm sleeping over at Susie's house, and Susie's going to tell her mom that I'm that she's sleeping over at my house. Not going to happen, is it? Right, because if they had found out, then it's that, that old adage about corrupting a minor. Right. right. Corrupt, those corrupting influences... Well, and plus they don't get what witchcraft is like that. Exactly. There's, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. There's, no matter how many times you try and say this is a religious service. I mean, I, I know, for example, if, if as kids, if we knew the local lady across the street was a witch, I mean, we'd go there on Halloween and have a great time, but during the rest of the, the months... We would be afraid of you. Exactly. No matter how nice my face is, no matter how many times I try and explain, you know, I'm a nice person, you know, I, I, I help out at the, 
at the soup kitchen, no matter what I try and do, I'm always going to be, there's always going to be that, that suspect. Yep, you're always labeled. Exactly. There's, there's never going to be a way for me to try and overcome that stigma except to be myself and try and make that over, overcome it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.